You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 62. In this episode, I'm doing honor coaching with Joanna Blind. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. In today's episode, I'm talking to Joanna Blind, who is in my Somba program. Joanna is starting her business and preparing for her first challenge. She is worried about nobody wanting to buy her program. And we talk about how to overcome the fear of failure. Do you want to start your business? Find out how to go from having zero clients to your first clients in the seven stages video series. You can sign up for free by going to sigrun.com forward slash 62. I'm so excited to be here with Joanna Blind, who is in my Samba program and is brave enough to come here on an on-air coaching call and talk about her challenge. But before we dive into the challenge, Joanna, tell us in a couple of sentences, what do you do or what do you want to do? Okay. Hello, everybody. Hi, Sigrun. It's very nice to be here with you and coached by you. So about my business, what I'm aiming for is really to help a people who provide transformational services to be visible. So it's all about branding and personal branding and creating the visibility and be heard in all of this crowded market. <laughs> wow, that's a great introduction, Joanna. I think you have uh, hit the, you know, what the nail on the head with this uh, summary of what you want to do. So what is the challenge? Okay, so my challenge is basically <laughs> my fear my fear of failure and the fact that I'm starting, I'm planning to do the challenge in the mid of uh, October and I'm so scared that nobody will buy anything for, from me once the challenge is finished. So it's something that it's paralyzing me. Oh, well, I thank you for being brave enough to talk about it because we all have this fear. Everyone. It's something that doesn't really go away. Of course, when you're more experienced, when I do a launch, I know I will sell, but I will maybe not sell as many spots that I want to and things like that. So it will always come with you. And I guess the fear is just in the beginning, a little bit bigger because you're not used to it. it. You become used to launching and selling. And when you put out something and nobody buys, it's not the end of the world. So I can tell you a little story of... Maybe you've heard this before. Uh, when I launched my first online program, I really wanted to sell an online program and not do one-on-one mentoring. I, I somehow just wanted to skip that. And uh, I had 500 people signed up for a webinar and only one person bought. And there was a brief moment where I felt like a failure, like, ah! and I had invested in Facebook ads. I invested in a coach and all this upfront investment you need to do. And I refunded the person. 
I offered her if she wanted to do one-on-one for, instead and she said no and I was like hmm another you know another a negative like another uh, let's say letting me down so I refunded her the money of course but then I was able to turn it around and I offered them one-on-one coaching and I was fully booked so it, it ended up to be a good story and I repeat this again and again because when it was happening I felt like a failure I was not gonna tell anyone about it you know And now I feel it's my duty to tell people about it because nothing horrible is going to happen if nobody buys. Nothing. You know, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Is it, is it the thought that the people around you see you launching and they want to know how many spots you sell and then you feel like you have to tell them a lot of spots, otherwise it doesn't look good? Yes, I think, you know, this image that you, you want to impress everybody how good you are, because if you don't sell anything, it means that you are not a specialist in the field, you know, and you are completely, you, you, you lose your confidence and you think maybe I am not so good, maybe I shouldn't do this. And I think, you know, okay, when you start a business, you really care about what people think about you. And I think this is my biggest struggle right now, you know, the fear that I will fail. And it's not the fact, you know, it's not a big deal for me personally, because I know that there is a lesson to learn, that there are a lot of information that I will get to tweak my business and my idea to go forward. So this is not the end of the world. It's what people will think about me. And this is horrible, you know? It's, yeah, it's big and it's for everyone. And, and maybe you find some comfort knowing that everyone goes through this. It's just like everyone starts at zero. And this fear of failure, will it does never go away. It gets less, you get used to it. But let's say there's a few things you can do. First of all, what I could have avoided myself is talk to people. Talk to as many people as possible. Now you say you're going into a challenge. Well, the challenge is not happening tomorrow and not next week. So you have time. And I want you to talk to as many people as possible about what you do. Just how you presented yourself was a good summary of what you want to do. You want to help uh, female entrepreneurs that are offering transformation go through branding and visibility. So talk to as many people as possible. Now, these people, you might meet them live. You might be with them in a Facebook group. Uh, it might be friends and family. Maybe sometimes friends and family, they actually don't understand what you're doing. So <laughs> let's, let's exclude yeah, that's them. that's my case. <laughs> let's exclude them. But anyone who is like remotely into this space, in this online space that you want to help, talk to as many people as possible. It doesn't have to be an hour, it could be 15 minutes. If you see someone in a Facebook group, you think like, this is the kind of person I want to help. And they are not reaching out to you because they don't know yet that you exist. How about reaching out to them. Of course, I don't want you to spam people or be obnoxious, but it's more about if you're in a safe space, especially inside somebody, well, we have now several hundred people, you can comment on their post or you can ping them and just say, hey, I got the assignment <laughs> on an on-air coaching call from Sigrun to talk to as many people as possible to prepare for my challenge. You're not going to sell these people anything, but you're going to talk about what you do. And then you're going to get their feedback. And when you say, you know, this is what I want to do. And I'm like, hmm, take that feedback seriously. Don't take it as a like, oh, 
uh, it's not going to work what I'm doing. Take everything you hear from them in terms of what they what might want, times of service or the words they use. Don't put words in their mouth. You know, for instance, when we use words like transformational, it's like, hmm, isn't everyone trying to change the world? And sometimes the words are overloaded. They mean too much. So we need to simplify it. My lesson was from my failed, which was actually a successful launch in the end, was that I had not talked to people. I had not asked the people if they wanted this online course. No, I had not checked in what kind of help they were looking for. If I had just talked to a few people, I would have figured out that they didn't want an online course. They wanted one-on-one mentoring. Yeah. Yes. yes. This this is something yes that I did because I had another idea about my challenge, and uh, since I bought the paint program from Zach that you presented this guru to us about the challenges. We have this private group where we can discuss our struggles about the challenge and get the feedback. And I got, I was completely, I got so much negative feedback about this first idea for my challenge, which was more about branding. And I use a lot of this branding kind of vocabulary and people are saying, I don't care about branding. I just started. I just want to find, you know, who is my target group and how to do it. And I realized, yes, that I'm, I will not sell anything if I will go forward with this challenge. So I really uh, changed the, ta- the, the subject and I'm really trying to, you know, show them first, okay, I will help you to solve your problem. I will help you during the challenge to figure out what is your target group that you are the most suited for and that, that it's more suited for you. But this doesn't will bring you too far away if you are not visible. And then as a part of the paid program, I want to sell this, you know, consulting program. So they are visible to help them to be visible. Yeah. So typically in a challenge, because you said you're worried about nobody buying. So let's, I'm glad you already got feedback on the name of the challenge, of the topics of the challenge, because you have to get people uh, interested in what they're interested in themselves. You know, you are the expert at branding. and But honestly, branding, personal branding... We just want clients, you know, and what's the forefront of there. So you need to bring them in through a problem that they understand they have. So just when you start to advertise your challenge, you will figure out fast, is the conversion rate low? Then they're interested in the topic. Is it high? Uh, You maybe need to tweak the ads a bit. Start early enough to advertise. I would normally not say more than 10 to 14 days for a challenge, but if you are a total beginner and you've never done a challenge before, start even a little bit earlier. Not much money per day, but just test it a bit. And look carefully at creating different types of ads. I would rather want you to create 10 different ads, you know, in terms of the copy. Of course, you have to figure out the targeting as well, but the copy will be key, you know, not getting clients, are you visible enough or something like that. You are not a business coach, but what comes before we can sell traffic to our website and they need to convert to subscribers. That's all happening before an online business. So your challenge needs to be about what they understand, the connection between visibility and getting clients. 
Yeah. In the challenge itself, you will see if there are questions coming up. Yeah. And you have to pay very close attention. This can happen on the day one or two questions coming up. And these questions you say to people, oh, that's a great question. I'll answer that in my webinar on Friday. You have to get them on the live webinar. Because the challenge or the topic of our episode today is the worry about closing the sale or having a sale. But it starts a lot earlier. It starts with the Facebook ads. Are they excited enough? It starts during a challenge. Do they like the community you are creating? Are you answering their questions? Some of the questions you don't want to answer too detailed because you want to get them on the live webinar. If you answer all the questions in the challenge and there are no outstanding questions on your last day, you will not get clients. That's the thing. So you need to, yeah, you use your feelers during the challenge to see what are the topics that they think are still an outstanding struggle and your challenge hasn't solved it. Of course, you can, when you are more experienced running challenges, you, you anticipate this gap. Yeah, you know that Zach also talks about creating the gap. But when you're doing your first challenge, you have to also kind of hone in into the feelings of the people, what they see as the gap. You may not know that upfront. Yeah, so then you can still tweak and twist your webinar topic until the very end, until you have them on the live webinar, but they gotta show up live. People that show up live to a webinar are much more likely to buy than those who don't show up. So you have to do everything in your power to make it exciting to show up for the webinar. Maybe you can come up with a surprise bonus or hey, all the questions you've been coming up this week, you know, of course you have to answer most of them but you have to have some outstanding topics on the webinar. You gotta have people live. Maybe you wanna have, can they win a one hour coaching with you? What is my benefit of showing up live? Sometimes I have something downloadable, PDF. Uh, people have done a one hour coaching. I've done a scholarship to a program. I wouldn't give them like long-term one-on-one coaching because that's too expensive for you. But one hour, that uh, makes sense. And then they're live on the web and they have to stay until the end because you're going to share the surprise or the bonus at the end. And then you got to have a fast action bonus. So when you are offering one-on-one mentoring, that is a little bit more trickier because honestly, you just want as many people to jump from the webinar into your intro sessions. So this is what I did uh, three years ago when I tweaked my challenge in the middle of the challenge. This is totally doable. So... It's not like, oh, now I started a challenge and I'm seeing it's not working. No, you can always tweak it while people are still, you know, working with you in the challenge. So that, that should, that's good news. That, yeah, <laughs> that, that should calm you down and I can hear it in your voice and see it in your face. You're calmer down. You can totally tweak it even after the webinar. I had delivered my webinar and nobody wanted to buy. And then I was like, <gasps> what's the strategy? And then just having people around you, you know, go into the Samba Facebook group and say, hey, I did my webinar. I didn't sell anything or I sold two spots, but I want to sell five. What do you suggest I do? And there's always, always a way to tweak. And what's so important is follow-up. Sales is in the follow-up. A lot of people will not buy when they hear about a product for the first time. They need time. So following up, following up, and we know sending 
at least one more email than you're comfortable with selling. I think in my first launch, I probably sent 15 emails. So be ready, be ready to follow up. You're gonna send emails leading up to your challenge, warming them up to make sure they don't forget that they signed up. Uh, you're gonna be sending daily emails during the challenge. You're gonna sending a reminder for the webinar. You're gonna sending email when they're on the webinar. So when they're on the webinar, an email goes out to them that tells them about the special opportunity of getting a one-on-one 20 minute call with you. Don't make it longer than 20 minutes because you're gonna be exhausted talking with them for longer. And it gotta be exciting. So why would I, let's say, we're playing this out to make sure that you get paying clients on a webinar. So they're on the webinar, you could really make sure they show up. Uh, some of them are hoping to win a one-hour coaching session with you. Others are like, oh, see whatever I learned from this webinar. Why should they book a call with you? So do you have testimonials from previous calls? I wouldn't necessarily show them 10 testimonials, but if you have one or two or three, put it into a slide in your webinar to show people the reason, uh, you know, testimonials are always good, but also yourself, like give them an example of what they can get out of talking to you for 20 minutes. Okay. Yes, I have the testimonials and actually I, I also was interviewed for the, the creator mindset, uh, summit that Ariane did, and it's really, I mean, uplifting or so lifting because I started getting emails from people that saw and listened to this interview and they said, Joanna, it's incredible how you connected the dots in an unexpected and unusual way and that you look at the branding from different perspective. And I got That's actually a great the email from the actor. Yes, yeah. yesterday I got a long email. I didn't reply yet, but I was like staring at this email and read 10 times because I couldn't believe it, you know, that uh, that I could be an inspiration for somebody and and show the really the angle that they didn't see, you know, when it comes to branding. So, so I think that, yeah, I could definitely use this, uh, this messages to, this is an asset you have. So you're using all your assets and they're all a part of your presentation. And then you're going to tell them about the program, but in a way that excites people to book the session with you. And it's, you have limited number of sessions. If they book today, they get something special. I don't know if you want to play with price. I'm not such a huge fan of that anymore. I used to do it myself. Yes. I, I saw the people do this. Yeah. The special price for the 24 hours. Or, yes. Yes. But the thing is, you cannot talk to all the people in 24 hours. So it's very different when you sell one-on-one -on -one versus if you sell a program. So what I did three years ago, I offered them free online business strategy sessions. And it was only on the session itself that I presented a program if they were open to it. So that's different. What you want to do, you want to present your one-on-one -on -one mentoring on the webinar, because I want people, we want people to know about it, whether they buy it right now or later. So it's a little bit different strategy, but you are going to present your program. Then you are going to say, well, if you are interested or, you know, in this program, you know, here's a booking link where we talk about it. This is a totally free complimentary session where we can talk about your branding. And then uh, 
if you feel like this program is a right fit for you, then we would move on. But you know, you have to phrase it in a way that it doesn't push them away. A lot of people don't want to book interest calls because they're so afraid that they have to buy. So you have to think about it yourself because you're also starting out that you want, would not want to be hooked into a call and feeling like, oh, I have bad conscience because I'm not buying from this person. So make the call. I want you rather to have 100 calls because you will then ultimately have more sales. So make the call not like mandatory, like, oh, yeah. And if you're interested in the program, we can have a call. I'm like, nah, well, you just want to have as many calls as possible, but I want you first to talk about the program. So as a part of this launch, I'm offering free branding breakthrough sessions uh, where we can talk about your branding. Uh, It's a 20 minute call, complimentary. And if you're interested, I can also tell you about my program. You know, you kind of can phrase it in a more uh, way that you get as many calls as possible. That's the biggest thing in the beginning. Not many people are just running around the internet trying to book intro calls because they feel obliged to buy them. Yes, that's true. Yes, I was thinking to offer as a bonus something that it's, I don't really like the wording. (laughs) It's too, uh, I don't know, it makes me really, myself, you know, it makes me, it it pushed me away. Brand audit. So basically by looking at the page already, I can give already the hints what is wrong, what is not, what is good, where they can improve without investing too much money or time. And a lot of people actually like it because I did it for free. <laughs> for a lot of people, I started before I really, now I have a lady that I work on a one-to-one basis. It's the last free program that I offered. And I said, this is it. I have already enough free programs that I offered, free co- coaching sessions that I offered. And we started from, from the website because she came to me. I have this great product. I have everything. I did the re- market research. I got like within 24 hours, 2000 replies. I developed the product according to this market research that I did. Everybody's excited. And I saw that the product is awesome. She's doing the te- stethoscope, but she said, nobody buys from me. And I went to the website and say, nobody will buy from me because it's unprofessional. <laughs> it's just a lot of things. It's, it's a contradicting message that, that your product sends, you know? So when you look at your product, you see, see, awesome, everybody wants and everybody gets excited. But then they go to website to buy and they are pushed away. So I started working on her brand. So definitely I have the skills to help them already figure out what they can do without investing too much time and money. Yeah. But you got to figure out that you don't want to have 100 people getting a free brand audit that doesn't lead to sales. Yes. That's why I want you to present your program in the webinar. And then you offer them a session. And you got to be careful how you present it in a way that doesn't push them away. But at the same time, they should not be booking the session just to get their free brand audit and then nothing more. They're honestly interested in you, but you know, they don't know yet if they want to invest in this program or yet. So they need to, you want to have an intercession with them. And this intercession should they present at the end of the webinar after presenting one-to-one program, right? Yes. So you present and you present the price of the program and you uh, say, uh, you know, the next step is that they can book this, but you phrase it in a way that makes them excited to book it. Yeah. Those who book today an intro call with me 
to talk about their brand and then decide to uh, decide to go for the program, they get something special, whether it's a lower price or the full brand audit of your website. Maybe that's the bonus. Okay, yes, yes, I get I get an idea, yes. Actually. Yes, you have an idea? Yes, yes, I have an idea, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay, so, okay, yeah, that's that's really exciting, actually. So, you know, I started Are you thinking. worried now? Are you worried now? No, I, actually, no? I'm super excited. <laughs> <laughs> I am really super excited right now because, you know, uh, I just feel like, thanks to you, I... I jump over this obstacle and the fear and now yeah it's still there on the back of my hand you know it will be present probably all the time but now I have like huge focus on how to offer them you know this great fantastic uh, exciting stuff so cool huh? fantastic thank Joanna thank you for being brave and talking about the fear of failure and I wish you best of luck with your challenge you're inside the Sunbook program, so I will be following you. And if there's anything to tweak in your launch, we will be there for you. Okay. Thank you very much, Sigrum. I'm very appreciated for that. Ready to turn your passion into profits and take your online business to the next level? Find out how you can take the next steps with the seven stages of a profitable online business. Sign up for free by going to sigrum.com forward slash 62. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe and give the show a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.